Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing really well. Today on the show, I thought I would share a tale of betting on gold prospects and a story from the past and perhaps a story of extreme optimism. And I was uh, chatting with some friends earlier this week and they reminded me of this tale. So I thought I would share it with all of you. When I was little, maybe um, five or six years old, I struck gold. And it wasn't real gold, but I was most convinced. So very near where I lived, um, there was a little wood and somebody had dumped a tailings pile just on the edge of a clearing. So they'd probably just pulled off the road and, and dumped out the back of their pickup truck. And I came across this lovely pile of crushed stone that sparkled in the sun. And I'd already very much been bitten by the love of uh, fossils and minerals and collecting. So naturally, I filled my pockets and brought as much home as a youngster can carry. Where I was told that it was fool's gold. But I wasn't convinced. It was just so compelling and it was just so sparkly and gold-like. So secretly, while I nodded and agreed that in fact, of course, this is fool's gold, deep in my heart, I still believed it was real gold, and that of course my parents must be wrong. I'm not sure when we get to that entitlement. I think from my mother's perspective, I was, uh, I knew my, I knew more than my parents by the time I was about two and a half. We go through that growth phase where we think we know more than them, and then later in life we realize, oh, you know, our parents actually know a couple things. They know so much more than us, but when we're little, we don't. Anyway, so I continued my forays to the tailings pile in secret, filling my pockets and bringing back as many of those sparkling bits as I could. And so I had a a room I shared with my sister and I would tuck things away in little containers and in my sock drawer. So I moved my socks aside and made a little space, a little home for my lovely gold hoard, like a a dragon with a lair. And um, uh, eventually brought home so much that we couldn't get the drawer open and the socks wouldn't go in. And my my mum uh, um, decided to have a chat with me. So we struck a bargain that I could keep as much of my quote-unquote gold as I liked if I kept it under the house. And so I continued to drag home those pieces and put them in cardboard boxes. And I was afraid of the uh, crawl space under the house because there were spiders down there. But again, like a dragon with a lair, now that it had a purpose and it was the home of my gold stash and it was double secret, um, I filled it up. And I suspect those boxes with that gold are still there to this day. And so later, I did eventually find gold. I was up in Atlin, BC, in British Columbia on the west coast of Canada. And there's wonderful gold deposits up there. And I met a fellow, I was probably 11 or 12 at this point. I met a fellow who was panning for gold, but also sluicing for gold. So that's where you build this frame with um, sort of uh, a a mesh that... uh, particles can push through and you put the muddy bits that might contain gold on top and you scrape them along and run water over them and then lo and behold um, if there's lovely gold to be found you're able to separate it out and 
to my utter amazement and my amazement to this day, I still think back on that and wish that I knew what his name was or could follow up with the family to find out if these nuggets remained whole or did they get melted down or what happened. But he showed me a full ice cream bucket, which was probably four liters filled to the rim with gold nuggets. So I didn't get to keep any, but it's the most gold I've ever laid eyes on in the field, in his field, in fact, um, in one place at any given time. So what exactly is fool's gold? So I was completely enamored with my sparkly rocks as a child. And so you have to wonder, is, is gold a mixture of gold and another mineral? Or is it something else altogether? And it turns out it's pyrite. So pyrite has a brass yellow coloring, very similar to gold, and a metallic luster, again, very similar to gold. But pyrite is more brittle, it's chemically different. And pyrite will break rather than bend as gold does. So um, a good field test is to give it a streak test. So gold leaves a yellow streak, and pyrite streak is more of a brownish black. So pyrite is named for the Greek word for fire or pyre. And you've heard that, you know, we're going to build a pyre. And it's called this because it can create sparks for starting a fire when it's struck against metal or stone. So this is a very fun test to do in the fields. You can um, get out your, uh, your MacGyver skills and see if you can start a, a fire in the field when you're doing your cooking at night um, using a bit of pyrite. Pyrite was once a source of sulfur and sulfuric acid, although today most sulfur um, is a byproduct of natural gas and crude oil processing. And we sometimes see pyrite, and if you ever drive um, in Western Canada up to uh, our interior or to the Yukon or to places like Hope, the little stores there will have a piece of rock, sometimes a jadeite and sometimes pyrite, with a little metal um, figurine of a, of a goat or a miner on them. So they're sold as novelty items, and sometimes they're made into costume jewelry, but Pyrite genuinely, in its own right, does have some uses beyond amusing youngsters uh, dreaming of their own gold rush. Pyrite can sometimes, if you're very lucky, help you find real gold because the two of them form together under similar conditions. So gold can even occur as inclusions, so uh, little bits inside pyrite. And sometimes we can um, mine these in mineral quality so they can be um, recovered in a way that makes it worth the cost to recover that gold. So fool's gold is truly pyrite. And uh, pyrite is iron sulfide, so FES2, and it's one of the most common of the sulfide minerals. So you'll recall that the sulfide minerals, they're that group of inorganic compounds that have sulfur and some other element or elements. And I still have a, a, an ordinate fondness um, for pyrite. I, it, it makes me smile. It reminds me of my father. It uh, reminds me of growing up. Um, and when I do find it in the field, I still really do want it to be real gold. Even though my, my grown-up brain knows it's not. And when I am very lucky, 
sometimes I find piratized fossils, so and these are even better than gold. Anyway, I'll leave it there. I hope you guys are doing really well, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.